Ladies and gentlemen, welcome to the American Safeguard Insurance Studios. Your hosts, Matt McJunkins and Matt Wilcox, your source for Arkansas high school sports. You are now between the mats. Welcome to Between the Mats. I am Matt McJunkins alongside the great, the man, Matty Wilcox. How you doing, Matt? I'm great, Junk. How are you doing, my man? I'm living in football bliss. <laughs> my Hogs won. Yep. My Panthers won. Barely. Barely, but we got it done. Yep. My Packers shut out the Seahawks. Oh, wow. I didn't even know that. Oh, yeah. And let me tell you. Atlanta play, picked the wrong week to play the Cowboys <laughs> yesterday. After the after the after yeah. Cowboys got beat so bad last week by my Broncos. Yes, they come out this week and said they're taking it out on somebody. Mm, dang. But anyway, how about those Panthers, dude? It was a uh, nail biter to yes. say the least. You know, we go down and kick the field goal to go ahead with about a minute thirty left. Yeah. Something like that. A field goal kicker who's perfect. Perfect for the season. season. Even though he did chunk that one a little bit. <laughs> he did. You know what? I thought it was right. Yeah. And I was like, oh, no. And JB's, JB's you know, beside me, he goes, it's good. I'm like, no, it's not. <laughs> and then I look up at the official, and he throws his hands up. I was like, it's good. <laughs> <laughs> it was awesome. Man. It was awesome. And then, like, the next play, they throw a 60-yard bomb and get down there and score in position. I'm just like, how does that happen? Oh, I know it. But anyway, huh. Sean, Sean Saturday, he after uh, after Little kicked the field goal, you know, he yeah. said uh, he said Bradley Turnage equals Cam Little. I said uh, Little's not perfect on the season. <laughs> That's right. That's right. <laughs> well, how about them Hogs, man? Man, I love it. Seven, it was ugly offensively. Seven and three. We'll take an ugly win over a pretty loss right. any day. You know, going into Death Valley is never easy, especially at night. Um, you know that LSU program, man. It, they're in, they're in some trouble down there. You know, um, Jimmy Sexton has really done a good job because he's made a ton of money off of coaches getting paid to leave. <laughs> yes, he is. I mean, I was looking at the race. There's a race right now between Mullen and uh, Orgeron to see who's going to get paid the most to get fired. Are you serious? <laughs> it's not close, though. Mullen's like 12000 yeah. I mean, $12 million. Orgeron's like sixteen and a half. Oh, man. That'd be nice to get, get a check for that just to yeah. go home and sit on your butt, right? That's like, like you look over there, and he, you, they showed him watching that field goal, and he's just going, well, they're going to pay me. <laughs> <laughs> did you see the video? Speaking of Mullen, did you see them act a fool in the in the locker room after they beat Sanford? I did. How embarrassing that, is that? That I mean, that that was terrible. I mean, that, do you know that was the most uh, they've ever given up in a, in a the Florida's ever given up in a half? And then you go in and act like you won the dang national championship. Yeah, Sanford. Church school. <laughs> so let's talk about these hogs a little bit. Give you some of these stats. Arkansas had 13 first downs uh, against LSU. LSU had 20. Third down efficiency, which has been awful all year. Play calling has not gotten better on third down. Oh, it was so bad. It got worse. You know, Browse even admitted. Yes, I heard it. I heard did, it. Did you hear I it? I did. I don't mind throwing it short of the sticks and letting my guys do the work. And I'm like, that makes no sense. None. Especially if you're going to throw like, to the short side of the field. I, I just don't understand it. But anyway, we was three for 16 on third down. LSU was six of 18. We were one of two on fourth down. They were two of three. 
Total yards, 283 for Arkansas, which is not very good. LSU, 308. We were one, uh, 142 yards passing. They were 200. Uh, we rushed for 141. They rushed for 108. I was like, midway through the first half, I was like, well, I guess we're just going to abandon the run. We're like fifth in the country in rushing. Right. I guess we're just going to quit running the ball. Makes no sense. KJ was 18 of 25 for 142, a touchdown, no interceptions. Uh, he also rushed the ball 15 times for 41 yards. Dominic Johnson had 15 carries for 40. Traylon Smith had six for 37. And then the receiving, we had Tyson Morris had three catches for 31. Dominic Johnson had two for 40. And Traylon Burks had four for 16, but nothing that just pops off the sheet for sure. No, it just didn't give him a chance. Right. But, I mean, hey, man, a W is a W. Take it. We're uh, probably the best record we've seen at Arkansas in how long? I mean, oh shoot! <laughs> hey, I will time. say this: did you did you see? I think it was this week. It might have been last week. No, it was last week when they called when when Burks caught that ball in the back of the end zone. They called it incomplete. We didn't challenge it. Yeah. And afterwards, I saw a picture and his foot dragged. Really? Was that last week? I, I, I may have been. I don't remember. I think it was. Yeah. <laughs> All right. So on to the mighty Alabama Whew. Crimson Tide. Twenty-two. I think that's right, 20, 20 and 22. 20, I think it's 22 and a half or something. Is that the spread? Yes. Oh, my gosh. I didn't know that. I mean, have they beat anybody by 22 points in the SEC this year? <laughs> I don't know. And you know it's frustrating. And, I look, I get it. I 100% get it. We're ranked 21st, 22nd, depending on what poll you look yeah. at. A&M, who we beat, yeah. is ranked 15th. We dominated A&M. How, we got the same record. Yeah. So why would why would they be ranked ahead of us? Other than I get it, they beat Alabama. But, but they're ranked like tenth, aren't they? They were twelfth last week. I, maybe so. But they're did, way- they, did they end up winning Saturday? Uh uh-uh. Oh, then they're not. They went down. I'm sure. yeah, they're seven and three too. I mean, they're same. Right. Same record. Oh, so you're saying they're ahead of us now? Yeah. Oh, I got you. Yeah. No, that doesn't make any sense. Makes no sense. But anyway, all right. So a little stats on Alabama. Um, they're averaging forty four and a half a game on offense. Uh, they're only allowing 18 on defense. Total yardage per game is 484, 322 of that coming through the air and 162 on the ground, and they're only allowing 290 yards per game on defense. So typical Alabama, you know, they've got a, they got a stud quarterback. They've got athletes all over the field. But that LSU team that we just beat played them within a touchdown. So, oh yeah, it's not. I mean, that Florida team that gave up uh, fifty-two points to Sanford almost beat them. <laughs> that's too. right. Had that's, a chance to beat them. That's right. So you know, I mean, I'm not ruling it out. I, I definitely would like to to take the twenty-two and a half. It's tough playing in Tuscaloosa. It is tough. It is tough. So hey, our our Texas wins looking worse and worse, <laughs> man, isn't it, dude? You know, because they got beat by Kansas, yes. right? So I saw a, the funniest tweet today. I think I know. Did what you you're see it? About. This one guy tweeted like he was obviously a UT fan. He's like, "See why UT wants to leave the Big Twelve because fan bases just hate us, you know, and they and they they love our mis you know our misgoings and, and slip ups." <laughs> and then somebody obviously from the SEC retweeted it and said, Does he, "Who wants to be the one to tell him?" <laughs> Like, we hate you, too. <laughs> I saw one that said Vanderbilt cannot wait for Texas. To get to <laughs> I saw that, too. That's awesome. Hey, I got news for them. I know I got some good friends that are OU fans. Yeah. They're real lucky they're not in the SEC this year. Oh, yeah, for sure. They might be 6-6. Six and six. Yeah, no Maybe. doubt. No, Maybe. No doubt. So, you got another little team you want to talk about. I got to talk about my boys. I know you do. So, Harding, 
the number three team, according to D2Football.com, in uh, Division Two. Beats Arkansas Tech 31-0. You know, it was a slow first half. I want to say it might have been like 7-0 at halftime. Is that right? Yeah, but they uh, come out second half. Cole Chancey had 210 yards rushing, three touchdowns. He's got over 60 touchdowns, I guess, career. That's impressive. Has to be, yeah. yeah. He's the he's the Gak and Harding all-time rushing leader. That's insane. Uh, so they finished the regular season at 10-1. and Very impressive. Yeah, so they're the only team from the Gak. And that one loss was by a couple Southeast points. Oklahoma at one point. One point, yeah. So, they're the only team from the GAC that made the playoffs. I saw that. It was a little bit surprising. Yeah. Did you see OBU's kicker made the 52, 53-yard yes. field goal to beat Henderson? That place went nuts. Oh, it, it did. <laughs> it did. Yeah. Um, but, yeah, Harding, so Harding's going to play at home. Yeah. They're going to play Washburn, who I don't know how they're not the three seed. <sighs> It, it's a little bit weird. I think it's a I think it's a ranking. Is that what it is? Yeah, because do they have like a committee? I think so. Oh, okay, because I think Harding is actually has been the number two seed voted on. Gotcha. And because you look at uh, that Washburn team beat Northwest Missouri State, who anybody knows about D two football knows that they are a perennial. Yeah, yeah. As, as is Pitt State. Yeah. Well, they beat both these teams, right? And Fort Hayes, who is another one that's, that's the same way. Crazy. And. The three seeds, the three seeds, Northwestern Missouri State. It doesn't make, make any sense. No, it doesn't make any so, sense. So, Harding draws a tough one, but at least they're playing at home. That's and if right. they win that one, then they play Northwestern Missouri State Dang. at home, assuming that they win their game. Yeah, feel like they will. Sure. Well, that's awesome. Great season. Uh, UCA uh, lost one to Stephen F. Austin, twenty-seven to fourteen. Uh, not really the season UCA had hoped for this year. They had high hopes coming into this year. Braylon Smith was 17 of 27 for 163 yards, one touchdown, one interception. Darius Hale, a uh, freshman running back, had 18 carries for 88 yards. And I've got that the Bears will be on the road this Saturday to finish their season at okay. Tarleton, Tarleton State. So they do have one more. I, so. I wasn't sure if they did or not. Yeah. Um, oh, uh, Braylon, I, I watched I watched that game did Saturday, you? and you talk about laying on the field. <laughs> he got beat up pretty good because he? he just, I mean, he just played all out. Of course, he's a senior, isn't yeah. he? So he's giving it, you know, it's his last go. Man, uh, but he sure he laid it all out there. Uh, Talton used to be an old Lone Star school, really? Lone Star Conference. Yeah, uh, so I guess they're in that. I swag now. I never swag, but uh, Southland. Yeah, I, I'd yeah. never even heard of them until a couple, really? a couple years ago. Yeah. My senior year, our quarterback had transferred from Tarleton. Okay. Arkansas State got them a win, baby. Beat uh, Louisiana Monroe 27-24. Covered the spread. <laughs> Lane Hatcher was 34 of 50 for 444 yards. Had two touchdowns but did throw two picks. Mr. Corey Rucker that I think uh, you will eventually see on Sundays uh, – here in the near future, had seven catches for 130, 103 yards, and Trevelyance Hunt had eight catches for 96 yards and two touchdowns. And Arkansas State will play Georgia State on the road this Saturday. That might be a loss. Possibly. Yeah. <laughs> Possibly. So, did you see uh, – See, did you, first of all, I know you've not made it to basketball mode mentally yet. No, not even close. <laughs> but did you see any of the games Saturday? No, I didn't. Okay, but did you see that we won? No, I didn't. <laughs> okay. So we beat uh, Gardner-Webb by 16 or so. We okay. were up, But we were up like 28 late and yeah. just played everybody. Gotcha. Guess who led the scoring? I wouldn't have a clue. I'll give you 
10 guesses <laughs> and you won't get it. Who is it? Connor Vanover. Are you serious? <laughs> yeah, he did. I don't even know he's still on the team. <laughs> so, yeah, and he looked really well. Well, good. I have not forgotten that he struggles against SEC strength yes. down low. So he hadn't put on any weight. No, he just didn't build for it. Yeah. I mean, you'd think of a guy that built like that would carry weight, but he he's just his structure doesn't. Right. He's just bony. Yeah. Uh, but he's tall. How many did he have? Like 20. Dang, that's awesome. I think that's right, 19 or 20. Uh, Note. Yeah. Balled out again. Good. That's two that he's, he's looked good this year. Good. Uh, so, anyway, but the big news is that we got two that signed this weekend. Darren Ford, I believe, signed yesterday. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Did Nick Smith sign Saturday? Uh, possibly. I th- I think he did. They're either saying he's going to or that he I think he signed Saturday though. Okay, good. Well when I hear the word basketball right now, I just it's just like it's yeah, it's oh. I know. I know. But it's hard not to watch the hogs. I know. I, I of course, you know, you're living with it more than I am right now because you got a quarterback well, in your I, in your in your house. I'm a little quirky though, man. Like I I eat one food at a time. I don't yeah. like for my food to touch. I don't want to watch another sport until the other one's over. I get it. I get it 100%. <laughs> All right. So, let's go into our picks from last week, baby. Hey, you know what? We hadn't done it in a while. I'm going to do it just for you if I can find the right one. Hey, listen. It's been so long. It may not even be on there anymore. I know. It may be like the Brady Bunch or something. All right. Let's hear it. Let's hear it. Well, I'll kiss your boots if you can do it. But to be the man... You got to beat the man, and I'm saying, woo, right here. I'm the man. Thank Your you. jingle. Thank you, Jim. That make you feel good. It did. It did. <laughs> you know, I haven't even played mine in a while. Yeah, it's been a while. It has been. So, Maddie Stats gets one back. Maybe uh, Clint Vegas won't call me Maddie L. Maddie L. <laughs> I'm going to tell him when I get home tonight, hey, dude, you owe man an apology. He's not Maddie L. <laughs> <laughs> so, you picked one. That I, and then you know what's funny because last week when we were doing the picks, I told you in there, I said, This one's gonna cost me, yeah. and it did. <laughs> so, Matt's down by six going yeah. into the second week. You you can do it still. Here's what here's I, I made up my mind when I was doing my picks a minute ago. What's that? I'm either gonna have a chance after this week or it's the fat lady singing. Like, I picked some, I picked some games that I probably shouldn't have, but if they turn out, I'll be back in it. Uh, it, there's a bunch of tough games. There's some tough games to pick. Yes. We've got. Let me tell you, we got a bunch of kids to talk about. Man, I love talking about these kids. You want to start us? Sure, sure. So we're going to start off with a. You know, I'm a defensive guy. Sure, played it for a long time, and I like to talk about it. So we'll talk about Camden Fairview's Jacoby Barker, Coach Stone down there. He sent me a message for Saturday. I was on my deer stand. I got a message that says, "Need need to check this kid out." He had 11 tackles Saturday, or Friday night, six tackles for loss with five sacks. That's just unreal. That's one game, guys. That's one game. Unreal. He leads the state with 19 sacks on the season. Very well done, Pretty special. Yeah. In Prescott, I've got a bunch of names to mention here. Jaylen, yeah, you do. Jalen Hobson had five carries, 71 yards, two touchdowns. Ja'Kalen Zachary, five carries, 54 yards, one touchdown, four catches, 83 yards, and a touchdown. Travion Dickens, two carries, 15 yards, one catch, 34 yards, a touchdown, 38-yard interception for a touchdown. Uh, Karsten Poole was four for 10 for 110 yards, two touchdowns. Tristan Pettit from Prescott, fumble return for a touchdown. I've decided, I'm going to tell Coach Glass this, I've renamed Prescott. It's now the Valley of Un. The Valley of what? Un. 
Jalen, Jacqueline, Travion, <laughs> Karsten, Tristan. <laughs> I like it. I like it. Oh, man, they're rolling right now. They are. So over at Lamar, big win. Yes. Knocked off a uh, gentry team that beat them earlier in the season by just a couple yeah, points. It was close. Damian Hendricks had two rushing touchdowns in that one-point victory. Very nice. In Ozark, Mr. Landon Wright rushed for 197 yards and five touchdowns. Well, that's a night right there. Uh, down at, over, over at Rogers, Joshua Shepard, 17 carries for 246 yards and three touchdowns. Very good. And that's they, a high rank rating. They took on the, the Wampus Cats yeah, this week. Yeah, it's tough, tough game for them. Yeah. In Ashdown, Arquavian Martin, 86-yard pick six. He might, be, he might be from the Valley of Un. <laughs> All right. Hey, it worked out this week. Yep. I got Greenbrier. All right, Greenbrier, Cooper Wilcox, 15 for 31, 235 yards, two touchdowns, 17 carries, 71 yards, and one touchdown, and lots of bruises. <laughs> A lot of bruises. <laughs> uh, that, that, that Maumelle defense. He, he got to know Nico very well. Uh, let me tell you. Friday night. That team on both sides of the ball, and they're off their lines. They were look, huge. They look like D, not just college, but D1. Yes, they, they were, were huge. They were massive. Also from Greenbrier, Cardo McElhaney, five catches, 90 yards, two touchdowns. Jacob Mathis, seven catches, 103 yards, and a 50-yard pick six that tied the game. Sure did. Uh, Nick Hewitt, another great game. He seems like he does it every week. 23 carries, 108 yards, two catches for 11 yards, and, of course, he is a monster on the defensive side of the football. Mm -hmm. And then maybe – as impressive as anything in high school football right now is Bradley Turner's going 65 of 65 on the season, 7 to 7 in field goals. He's perfect on the year. And of course, Friday night, the game winning field goal. Yeah, that was awesome. In Mountain Home, Gage Lindsay, 192 yards and one touchdown rushing. Over to Arkadelphia, Donovan Witten. Seems like we talk about this young man a lot. I believe he was a player of the week last week. He was. Uh, he went 13 for 20, 179 yards with two touchdowns. Jay Sean Davis, the human bowling ball, 12 carries, 152 yards, five touchdowns. Jeez. Wow. And Trip Cannon, he had four grabs, 72 yards with two touchdowns. All right. In Huntsville, Colton Reynolds, 70-yard touchdown run. Uh, Shiloh Christian, uh, Eli Wisdom. Five carries, 106 yards. When I first saw that, I was like, hold on, he's the quarterback. <laughs> so it's, But he did. He had five carries, 106 yards, uh, 201 yards passing, and two touchdowns. He did it on, bo on, on both the ground and the air. Caden yep. Henley. I didn't get all of Caden's uh, stats, yeah. uh, but I did notice he, he had a 31-yard in, uh, interception. I actually saw the video uh, interception for a touchdown. And then uh, that was it. Yeah. So, in Harrison, took a tough loss to Pulaski Academy. Yeah. Uh, Logan Plumley, the quarterback there at Harrison, was 30 of 35 for 339 yards and three touchdowns. Sunquist Church, the church boy from Northside, 21 carries, 204 yards, two touchdowns. Yeah. Ty Massey at Northside, 15 carries, 147 yards, three touchdowns. And then Ronnie Lester from Northside, two interceptions and two tackles for loss. Very nice. In Malvern, Jalen Dupree, 36 carries, 288 yards, and three touchdowns. That's a busy night. It is. Here's something funny. I didn't realize I did this until just now, but there's more Ashdown. <laughs> you you already talked about Arquavian Martin. Yep. But also Jaden Fricks, <laughs> which we talk about Jaden pretty much every week. Uh, he had 23 carries, 126 yards, put him over 1,000 1, yards for the season. Uh, Landon Rowe from Ashdown had 15 tackles. That's awesome. In Elkins, Braden Welch, 11 of 19 for 96 yards passing. Deshaun Chairs, 25 carries for 219 yards, four touchdowns. He's had a great season. He has. 
Landon Haney from Elkins, nine tackles, two tackles for loss, and two fumble recoveries. Over at Pulaski Academy, you know, if we can pull up, the, pull out the win Friday night against win, win against win. Yeah, you get to then, see, uh, you get, get to see, see your cuz. my cuz. <laughs> as long as they take care of business with uh, Magnolia, yeah, we'll get to see them over at our place. Uh, but Charlie Fizer, twenty three of thirty, two hundred one yards, two touchdowns, and then John Mark Charette. I guess that's how you say yep. Charette. 11 catches, 110 yards, one touchdown. He played well. Had he did. make some good catches. Uh, Boonville, Randon Ray, a name we've heard on here a bunch. 11 carries, 53 yards, three touchdowns, one for one passing for 32 yards and a touchdown. And also Cody Elliott in Boonville, the fullback, went 81 yards for a touchdown, the longest in Bearcat playoff yeah. history. Yeah, Glenn Parrish told me about that. Uh, he keeps up with all that for him and uh, – Pretty impressive yeah. for a fullback to go 81. Yeah, for sure. <laughs> Casey Morgan at Bentonville West, 17 carries, 105 yards. All right, and cross it, Tyreek Jones was 9 of 13 for 156 yards, two touchdowns, and also carried it six times for 56 yards and two touchdowns on the ground. All right. That brings us to Lake Hamilton, doesn't it? Yes, sir. Easton Hurley, 6 for 10, 218 yards, two touchdowns. I didn't know they could throw it 10 times a game. <laughs> Uh, Justin Crushmer, Lake Hamilton, six carries, 64 yards, three catches, 154 yards, two touchdowns. And then Tevin Woodley, he uh, he carried the ball 10 times for 70 yards and three touchdowns. All right. Braden Jay over in Cabot had a special year so far this year. He had six carries for 77 yards, three touchdowns, and five catches for 57 yards. And then Mason Bell in Cabot, 12 carries for 57 yards and a touchdown. Little Rock Christian, they had a big win Friday night. They put up 56, I yeah. believe. Uh, Javion Dyer-Jones, 21 carries, 202 yards, three touchdowns. That seems like a pretty much a normal week for him. Mm-hmm. Uh, Brian Gittens, 10 carries, 78 yards, one touchdown. Old Walker White, the uh, – the quarterback there, 13 for 17, 240 yards, three touchdowns. That's a big night. Yes, sir. And then Eli Cooper, six catches, 197 yards, three touchdowns. Very nice. In Marion, Ben Gerard, 7 of 13 for 169 yards and a touchdown. Cameron Anderson, 26 carries for 204 yards and four touchdowns. And Donnie Cheers, five catches for 181 and a touchdown. Dylan Braxton over at Newport, 13 25, 182 yards, two touchdowns. And then Antoine Hardaway from Newport, six tackles, two interceptions, 94 return yards. And then Jadarius Reed, four tackles and two interceptions. Very nice. And Truman, Murphy Williams, 11 of 22 for 115. He also had 13 carries for 91 yards and a touchdown. And Ryan King in Truman had 17 carries for 71 yards and two touchdowns. And then you got one more there, old uh, Dawson. Uh, yeah, Dawson Schubert in Truman, three catches for 74 yards. Okay, the win Yellow Jackets. John Watson, 85 yards rushing, two touchdowns. Carl Washington, 126 yards rushing, one touchdown. Kobe Davis, 145 yards, one touchdown. Let me tell you something funny about this. You know, whenever I get get stats from the, the coaches, usually you can tell, you know, so every once in a while somebody will be like, well, he scored twice. And you're like, well, on what? You know. <laughs> right. And but then, then a lot, most of them, though, you'll see like 25 carries, whatever, you know. But then I get this from Wynn, and I'm like, it just says yards and touchdowns. And I'm like. Because they don't throw the ball. Because <laughs> they run the flex ball. That's right. <laughs> it makes sense. Very seldom do they throw it. <laughs> all right. A name we've heard on here all too often in Quitman, the quarterback, Mr. William Linton, had 16 carries for 137 yards and two touchdowns and also had 22 tackles, three of them for a loss, and a fumble recovery. 
I mean, it's crazy, man. You you know, usually you see a quarterback play like a free safety, right? You know, deep cover. Yeah. Not go up and knock heads every play. <laughs> That's right. Also, uh, his his teammate over there, Trevor Locke, had eight carries for 97 yards, two touchdowns, and three catches for 33 yards. I also want to say on that equipment game, um, the their opponent ran basically ran the clock to like about two or three seconds for every play. Is that right? Just controlling the clock, sure. you know. So there's no telling what he'd have done with the full, you yeah. know, lots of time. Parkview, they lit up the scoreboard. Uh, Thursday night and their win over Cersei. Uh, Jalen White, eight for eight, 170 yards, two touchdowns. Monterio Elston, a freshman, two catches, 60 yards with a score. Razorback commit, James Joyner, four carries, 57 yards, two touchdowns. I'll just run 57 yards on four carries. And then get this, another freshman, Omarion Robinson, 57-yard punt return for a touchdown. And an interception return for a touchdown. Wow, that's a awesome. ninth grader. That's pretty cool stuff. In Cedarville, Mr. Daryl Cadditch, who I believe is leading the state in rushing yards, could be wrong. He may be second, but he's up there pretty yeah, close. Yeah, I heard the other day where the where first was. It's not Cersei. Really? No, it's another one, and I can't remember. Maybe Pocahontas. I'm not sure. I had to look. But. Okay. Anyway, he had 32 carries for 230 yards and two touchdowns. Colton Arnold had 17 carries for 123 yards and two touchdowns, and Cody Dickens had two touchdown passes. Camden Harmony Grove down south. Caleb Johnson, 5 for 17, 135 yards, one touchdown. Tobias Hicks, 14 carries, 116 yards, one touchdown. And Daniel Hill, 8 carries, 38 yards, two touchdowns. Freshman Trent Haygood, two catches, 89 yards, and then Titus Lockhart, two catches, 40 yards with a score. Very nice. Gurdon with a big win over Junction City. Huge. Sam Bell, 36 carries for 165 yards and four touchdowns. And also Josh Taylor from Gurdon had 12 tackles on the night. Didn't they end up the four seed out of that conference? For sure, yeah. And they go out and they beat a Junction City right out the gate. Yeah. And and hadn't played well the no, they've not. couple weeks prior to That's that. That's right. Uh, Pocahontas, Connor Baker, 35 carries, 243 yards, five touchdowns. Wow. Two for six, 32 yards, one touchdown, throwing the ball, six tackles, and an interception. (laughs) I'm going to say he slept pretty good that night. I bet he did too. That's not it, is it? Nope. Reagan Womack. Okay, sorry. Reagan Womack, 18 carries, 128 yards, six tackles, a forced fumble. Zane Hibbard, 11 tackles. Cooper Sorg, nine tackles, and a blocked field goal. For a touchdown. Very nice. Yeah. East Poinsett County, Mr. Dennis Gaines had nine. This is crazy. Had nine carries for 240 yards and three touchdowns. Wow. That's pretty solid. Yes, it is. And then is it Candon Argo? I hope yes. I, did, I hope I pronounced um, it right. Had three carries for 31 yards and one touchdown. Yes. Yeah, I'm sorry. I didn't put that on there right. But I think that is the right. Uh, nine carries, 240 yards. All right, Stuttgart, Daniel Poole, one touchdown catch, one touchdown run, Tamir Coppins, three touchdown passes, Levante Clark, ten tackles, three tackles for loss, and Briar West, eight tackles with three tackles for loss. Very nice. Magnolia is getting it rolling at the right time. Mr. Garyon Curry, nine carries for 141 yards, two touchdowns. Kendrick Carey, four carries for 143 yards and a touchdown. Dalen Blanchard, the quarterback there, 11 carries for 102 yards and a touchdown. Amari Roach, eight carries for 72 yards and two touchdowns. And I think about everybody on the team at Magnolia rushed the ball that night. 
497 yards, 467 or 497, but anyway, either way, on 40 carries. That's nuts. It's crazy. I think it was 497. Wow. Matthew Martinez down at Whitehall, 12 for 15, 134 yards, one touchdown, 12 carries for 128 yards. Zaire Green, 11 carries, 65 yards, one touchdown. And Duran Kane, 17 carries, 63 yards, one touchdown. And defense, a lot of plays. <laughs> Over in Southside, Landon Haas had 26 carries for 156 yards, 57 yards, and one touchdown. And Jacob Dune, 20 carries for 123 yards and two touchdowns. I ran off and forgot to write down uh, Harding Academy. I do have Kate Smith here. He was three for four with 35 yards and a touchdown, and I forgot to put the rest of it on there. Gotcha. Their starters played – I think they scored four times in like six or seven minutes, and then they came out. I got you. So, uh, yep. but they they played they balled out. Uh, you just did Southside, right? Yep. All right, Kurt Overton at Manila, twelve carries, two hundred thirty-two yards, four touchdowns. What a night! What a night! And then Brent Wilson at Manila, twelve tackles, three tackles for loss. Very nice. I'm going to say one thing, one more thing All right, about Caden Henley. Okay. All right. You know I'm a fan of this yep. kid. You know, I like his his family. I like I like the Childhood Christian program. I just like what they're about. Sure. Um, Coach Conway said that he got a text from a sophomore dad on Wednesday that he had gotten up early that morning, the dad did, mm-hmm. and heard his son talking on the phone to Caden, and Caden was telling him, what the next scripture in Psalms he needs to be reading. That's pretty awesome. And he was just talking about the accountability yeah. and the leadership as a senior. That's cool. It's awesome. That's good stuff. His mama was awfully proud. Oh, I bet. And I'm sure she was. Yeah, yeah, should be. That's awesome. All right, so we'll go into our top tens for this week as we go into the second week of the playoffs. And uh, if you didn't get a chance to get out and watch some playoff football last week, I urge you to do so because – What are you thinking? Man, it was some good ball games. <laughs> All right, so I will let you start if you want to at two, or I'll start at seven. It's up to you. Let's start at two. Okay. We'll start at two because seven, they didn't do much. They just kind of <laughs> sat at home. Bunch of buys. I know. <laughs> All right, two A. Last week we had Bigelow at 10 and 0 at number one, McCrory at number two, Fordyce three, Clarendon four, Desart five, Hazen six, Quitman seven, Magnet Cove eight, Junction City nine, and Hector ten. Unfortunately, the Middle Springs Hornets did not make the travel to Bigelow. <laughs> they they may, saved the gas they money. They may have listened to our podcast. <laughs> so a guy asked me today, he said, hey, how, I saw that Bigelow won by one. I was touchdown Sims. He said, how did Bigelow win by one? I said, well, because the Hornets thought it might be smarter just to save the gas money. <laughs> That's right. <laughs> uh, McCrory uh, beat Yellville Summit 44-8. to Fordyce, they had a bye. Clarendon beat Bearden 56-6. to Desart beat Parker's Chapel 52-6. to Hazen beat Hampton 50-6. to Equipment beat Foreman 34 to 12. Magnet Cove had a bye. And then we have a slip up here. Junction City lost to Gurdon 26 to 22. And then Hector beat Earl 27 to 6. I think somebody might have picked Earl in that game. Yeah, I did. (laughs) (laughs) All right, so this week, new top tens. Bigelow, number one, they'll play Hazen at home. McCrory, number two, Mount Ida at home. Fordyce, three, plays Hector at home. Clarendon, four, Lafayette County at home. Desart, five. Plays Gurdon at home. Hazen at six. Goes to Bigelow. That's a tough one. Mm-hmm. Seven, Quitman plays EPC at home. That PPC's not bad. Uh, Magnet Cove plays Mark Tree at home. 
Hector, as we mentioned, goes to Fordyce, and then Mount Ida, as we mentioned, goes to the town of McCrory. Now, I've got uh, I've got Desert going to Garden. Is that wrong? That might be right. I can tell you real quick. I mean, it might be right. Garden would, well, Garden would be like a four or five seed. Yeah, I, I don't know if they're on the top of the bracket or not. I, I may have looked at that wrong. While he's looking that up, I will go ahead and start with 3A last week. They are going to Garden. They are. Yeah. Wow. All right, so 3A last week we had Prescott 1, Boonville 2, Harding 3, McGee 4, Hoxie 5, Charleston 6, Paris 7, Glenrose 8, Osceola 9, and Jesseville 10. And uh, our new top 10 this week, we got Prescott, who took care of Lake Village last week, 56 to 14, and they will play at home against Bismarck. You, you misspoke. It's the Valley of Un. The Valley of Un. <laughs> I'm about to get used to that one. And the Boonville Bearcats at 10 and 1 on the season beat Salem 49 to 21. They will play at home against Manila. Number three, Harding Academy Wildcats beat. West Fork, 56-6. They will play a rising Wildcat team who's playing well right now. They are. Now. That academy bunch is rolling. Yeah. They'll play, they'll play at Harding. Uh, number four, McGee. They're undefeated still in the season. Beat Walnut Ridge, 60-12. to 12. They will play Melbourne at McGee. And number five, Hoxie. Had a bye last week, but they will get this. Is it the Knights? What, Center no, Point? No, Cedarville. What's Cedarville's mascot? Oh, man, I don't know. I just went blind. Center Point's the nice. Yeah. So, Hoxie will play Cedarville at Hoxie. Charleston, number six, was off last week with a bye. They will play the Knights of Center Point at Charleston. Number seven, Paris, in a close win over Riverview, 17-14, to 14, will play at Newport this week. Number eight, Glen Rose, beat Dollarway 53-12. to 12. They will go to Camden Harmony Grove, which will be a good matchup. Oh, yeah. Cedarville's the Pirates. The Pirates. Yeah. That's right. Number nine, Camden Harmony Grove jumps into our top ten. They beat uh, Harrisburg 35-29. to 29, And like we said, we'll play uh, against Glen Rose. And then number ten, Rising finds their way back into the top ten on nine and three on the season. They beat Jesseville 48-7 to seven in a convincing victory. And we'll take on the defending state champions. Yes, for the three-peat. Yes. All right, 4A, Shallow Christian, number one last week. They beat Cave City 48-7. to They'll stay number one to play Ashdown at home this week. Joe T. Robinson, number two. They've been there for a while. They're 9-1. They beat Mills 35-8. to They'll play Pocahontas this week. Number three, Warren took a bye this week, and they'll play Truman at home next or this coming Friday. Arkadelphia, number four, beat Clinton 56-26. to They'll play at Southside. Uh, that could be a game. Could be. Uh, Stuttgart, number five, beat Monticello 42-7. to So they'll remain at number five and play Dardanelle at home. Ashdown, number six, beat Lone Oak 35-14. They will go to Shiloh Christian. Man, what a second-round matchup. Right? <laughs> number seven, the Southside Southerners. Yes, sir. They will play um, – well, first off, they beat a good Star City team, twenty eight twenty four, and then they will go or they'll be at home against Arkadelphia Friday night. Number eight, Ozark. Ozark beat Huntsville forty eight to fourteen. They uh or will play Cross It at home. Number nine, Cross It <laughs> <laughs> beat Pottsville forty nine to seven. You know, I mentioned the other day that I thought that might be a little bit of a game. Yeah. I was wrong. <laughs> Uh, they'll play at Ozark, and then number ten, Prairie Grove. They beat Jonesboro West twenty-eight to ten, and they'll be at home against the Lamar team, who won by one. Yep. 
Very good, very good. On to 5A we go. Last week we had PA 1, Greenbrier 2, Whitehall 3, Little Rock Christian 4, Valonia 5, Camden Fairview 6, Nettleton 7, Win 8, Maumelle 9, and Valley View 10. So our new top 10 this week, we leave PA, uh, the defending state champions at 1. They beat Harrison in a, a, a pretty good contest. It's a little bit sloppy, a lot of turnovers. but A lot of turnovers. Uh, they held on to win 36-21. to 21. They will play Magnolia at home this week. Greenbrier Panthers had a close one against Maumelle, a Maumelle bunch that – is talented up and down the roster and blew my mind that that team had only won four no, ball games. No way they should be four and seven. No way. Super talented. But Greenbrier holds on to win uh, by three, and they will play the win Yellow Jackets at Greenbrier this week. Number three, Whitehall beat Farmington 31-17, to and they will play at Fairview, which will be a good ball game. Number four, Little Rock Christian goes to the number two seed in the West and just Put it on the Valonia Eagles. Beat them 53-29. to And it looks like Christian's playing the best ball they've played all season at the yeah. right time. And so they will play at Nettleton, undefeated Nettleton, next week. I'm kind of anxious to see how that one turns out. Number five, Fairview. 10-1 um, and one on the season. Beat Green County Tech 26-21. to And they will play at home against Whitehall. Number six, Nettleton uh, beat Hot Springs 33-14, to and they take on the Warriors of Little Rock Christian. Number seven, Wynn beat Lakeside 47-34, to and they trailed it to the half in that game and uh, just dominated the second half, and they will go to Greenbrier this week. Number eight, Magnolia uh, beat Valley View 42-14 to and play PA at PA. Number nine, we uh, put Valonia at number nine to end the, the top ten. They ended their season and then put Maumelle at number ten. Can Pulaski Academy slow down that 496 yards on 40 carries? Man, I'll tell you, you know, last year they played in the playoffs. Yeah, and that was I, the week after we played them. Yeah, and I thought I thought there's no way. It'll just be a score fest. Right. And PA just shut them down. Shut them down. Well, the, the philosophy behind it was not hard. No. We didn't do it. Mm-mm. We played soft on the corners. Yes. You can't do that. No. Or are you scared of getting beat deep right. when they score 10 touchdowns on you? Right. I mean, if they beat you deep once, yeah. okay, correct it. That's right. But if you if you play soft on the corners against an option team. They're going to wear you out. Especially one with the caliber of athletes that they that play down in the south. Mm-hmm. Let me tell you, that conference right there, every single team has athletes. Yes. That's right. All right, uh, I'm, I'll tell you what's going to be interesting is to see Fairview and Hall, Whitehall, I mean, because, yeah. uh, you know, Fairview's fortunate they get to play them at home. Right. That Whitehall defense is something else. They are. And hopefully Fairview's healed up and yeah. got, got a bunch of players out there. Yeah. All right, is that it for five? That's it. All right, we'll move to six. Benton been sitting at the house eating popcorn, watching <laughs> some football on Friday nights yep. because they had a bye as the number one team in the East-West. Don't give me the line. It's the east and the yeah, it's the east and west. So so they're in the west. Right. Yeah, yeah. I forget because you know the seven A Central and West. Yeah, they're east and west. So yeah, they they, they finished one in the west. We've got them at one in the state. Number two Greenwood, three Parkview, four Jonesboro, five El Dorado, six Lake Hamilton, seven Sylvan Hills, Russellville at eight, nine Marion, and ten Searcy. This week the top four of the top five didn't play. But Parkview at number three did. They beat Cersei Thursday night, 52-6. to six. They looked really good. Yes, they did. Number six, Lake Hamilton, beat West Memphis 41-6. to six. Seven, Sylvan Hills. Lost in a surprise, kind of a shocker to Mountain Home. Yes. 21-14. to 14. Russellville lost to a Marion team who is 
decided that they're going to play some football at the right time of the year. That's right. 45 to 21. No, nope, yep, 45 21. And then nine is that Marion team who did that to them. And then 10 was the Cersei team who lost to Parkview. So now in week 12, second round of the playoffs, number one, Benton plays Marion at home. Number two, Greenwood plays Mountain Home at home. Parkview, number three, goes to Jonesboro. Number four, Jonesboro plays Parkview at home. <laughs> Five Eldorado plays Lake Hamilton at home. Game of the week, maybe. Yeah. Uh, number six, Lake Hamilton goes to Eldorado. Seven, Marion to Benton. We'll mention that. Number eight, Russellville at home. Oh, no. Russellville is at home because they're done. Yeah. Number nine, Sylvan Hills. They're done. And then number 10, Mountain Home, who even though they beat Sylvan Hills, we've got them at 10 because they are four and seven. Yeah. They play at Greenwood. Very nice. Very nice. So on to 7A. And this one has not changed in a month, I think. It's been several weeks. <laughs> so last week we had Bryant 1, Conway 2, North Little Rock 3, Fayetteville 4, Bentonville 5, Cabot 6, Northside 7, Rogers 8, Bentonville West 9, and Harbor 10. And it stays exactly the same. Uh, Bryant was off with a bye. Conway had a bye. Uh, Bryant will play at home against Northside. Conway will play at home against Rogers. North Little Rock beat Southside 52-7. They will be at Bentonville this week. That will be a heck of a ball game there. Uh, Fayetteville had a bye. They play at home against Cabot. Bentonville had a bye. They play at home against North Little Rock. Cabot beat Harbor 53-7. They'll be at Fayetteville. Northside beat West 47-21. They're going to Bryant for a rematch and a ball game that was uh, pretty close. The first, pretty that was like the first game of the season, wasn't it? Like first first conference game? I think so. I yeah. think I think Bryant beat them 31-17. Yeah, or something but the like half that. it was like 17-17 yeah. or something. It was, it was close. close. Yeah, so see how that one turns out the second time around. You know, it's hard to beat the same team twice. Yeah. And then Rodgers will travel to Conway, a Rodgers team that beat Catholic 51-17. And we finished out Bentonville West at 9 on the year and Harbor at 10. I sure would like to see that North Little Rock-Bentonville game. Yeah, it'll be a good one. Be All right, one. so – it's time to pick them up, buddy. Oh, man. Pick got, them up. I've got to make up some ground. you got six to go. you got 25 chances to do it. I'm not going to lie. I don't feel great about my picks well, this week. I There's some tough either. games. I don't either, but we'll go ahead and get into All it. All right, let's hear it. Number one, Cabot Panthers travel to Purple Dog Country in Fayetteville. I've got Fayetteville by 10. I've got Fayetteville by 12. All right. North Little Rock, the Charging Wildcats, will travel to Northwest Arkansas and take on the Bentonville Tigers. I've got Bentonville by three. I know you would. <laughs> this is one you might get. I've got North Little Rock by two. Okay. Number three, Parkview is traveling to the northeast part of the state to take on Jonesboro, and I've got Parkview by ten. i got Parkview by ten also. Very nice. All right. Number four, Marion will travel to Benton, a Benton team that's been playing well, but you kind of wonder how that bye week will affect them. You should uh, pick Marion. I'm going to go ahead and go with Benton by 17. <laughs> I also picked Benton by 17. <laughs> All right. Number five, Lake Hamilton at El Dorado. I've got Lake Hamilton by six. I've got the El Dorado Wildcats. Wildcats yes, sir. By seven. I love it. Did you say seven or 17? Uh, I said by six. Oh, by six. Okay. Yeah, yeah I got the El Dorado by seven. Okay. And number six. The win, Yellow Jackets, 10-1 and one on the season, travel to Faulkner County to take on the Greenbrier Panthers, who are 11-0. and 0. I've got the Panthers by 10. I've got us by three. Okay. Number seven, Magnolia travels to Pulaski Academy, a, a 
rematch from last year's quarterfinal, and I've got the Bruins by 16. I got them by 17. Okay. Number eight, Whitehall at Fairview. I've got Whitehall by 13. Really? Mm-hmm. I got Whitehall by seven. Okay. Number nine. I'm pulling for Fairview. <laughs> I don't mind saying it. Are you? All right. Number nine, Little Rock Christian at Nettleton. This is probably my favorite matchup of the, all the classifications. Really? I, I'm just kind of anxious to see how this one turns out. I just out. wonder how good Nettleton is. Yeah. Yeah. That's, that's kind of my intrigue. I've got Little Rock Christian in this one by three. Really? Mm-hmm. I've got the LRCA. Warriors by 14. Okay. Number 10, Malvern in a big win last week. will travel to Rivercrest, and I've got Malvern by three. I, I do too. Malvern really? by three. Yep. Well, I just knew you were going to go the other way. On Man, that. I tell you what, you know, I picked against them last week, and, you know, that turned four, class four mm-hmm. or seven, four A, I mean, over there. It's tough. They're good. Yep. Speaking of class seven, four A, Ashdown will travel to Shiloh Christian. Which They're is, not that good, though. <laughs> the toughest place in Arkansas to play. I will go the Saints by 14. Yeah, I just kind of have to go back on what I just said. <laughs> They're good. They're not that good. Right. I'm going with Shiloh by 14. How many did you say? 14. Okay, yep. All right, number 12, Cross It will travel to Ozark to take on the Hillbillies. I'm going to go with Cross It in this one. Yeah, I'm going I know Cross you did. It by three. I went with Ozark by four. I like it. All right, number 13, Arkadelphia, the Badgers, will take on Southside, and I'm going to go with the Badgers by 10. I went with the Badgers by 9. Let me tell you, that's going to be a good game. Yeah. I, I'm pulling for, obviously, you know, they're one of my favorites down there. Right. Uh, but that having to play out Southside, it's tough. There's some, you asked Stuttgart how that is playing yeah, up there. that's right. Tough place to play. You bet. Number 14, Truman will take on Warren, the Lumberjacks. I've got Warren by 20. I got Warren by 12. Okay, number 15, Glenn Rose at Camden Harmony Grove. I've got Glenn Rose by 12. I've got Camden Harmony Grove by three. Ooh, I love it. The Hornets. I think they're the Hornets. I think that's right. I don't know. (laughs) Number 16. (laughs) How much did you go with Glenn Rose by what? 12. Really? Yeah. Man. All right, go ahead. All right, number 16, Elkins at Stuttgart. The Ricebirds by 17. I, I got them by seven. Okay. Number 17, Cedarville at Hoxie. I'm going to go Hoxie in this one by 10. I just knew you were going with the Pirates. <laughs> I'm going with Hoxie by 12. Okay. Number 18, Paris squeaks by last week and then has to travel to Newport. I think they get it put together. I've got Paris by seven. I got I got Newport by three. I'm going to tell you, that, that Riverview score was a head scratcher. It was for me, for sure. You got Paris by seven? Yeah. Okay. Number 19, center point will take on Charleston, and I think this is going to be a heck of a ball game. This might be the game of the week right here. Man, I almost went center point, but I'm going to go Charleston by three. Let me tell you, there's an old Middle Springs Hornet coaching at center point. Oh, yeah? Oh, former quarterback John Harless. You've been holding out on me. I didn't know. (laughs) Last I heard he was at Bismarck. Okay. But uh, I was pulling up – I was looking today, getting a hold of their coach to get stats, and I was like, it says John Hollis is there. Sure enough, he's one of the coaches there, and he, he was old. He, he, my freshman year, I moved up after the season, mm-hmm. and he was our quarterback. Okay, we, we got beat by Barton at Barton. Imagine that, man. We were beating them at half too. They're just so good. They were so good. Who'd you go with though? I went with. Uh, I ended up going with Charleston by three. I went with Charleston by seven, which means that I really didn't know. Right. <laughs> 
So Ryzen will take on Harding Academy this week. I went Harding Academy by 13. I went with the Cats by 14. Well, actually, they're both the Cats. I'm going with Harding Academy by 14. Okay. You said 7? 13. 13. Yeah. Number 21, Desark at Garden. I'm going Desark in this one by 14. I went with DA by 7. Okay. Number 22, Hector will take on Fordyce. I've got the Red Bugs by 13. I got I got the Red Bugs by 14. And number 23, Poen at Dirks. I'm going the Indians. Oh, yeah? By three. Let me tell you, I am going with the revenge of the Outlaws because they lost by two at home yeah. earlier this year. Right. You know, I think we talked about this maybe last what week. Did you say, did you say 13? No, three. Oh, three. Oh. But didn't they play? Did they play twice last year in both ball games? I, I was forgot like, to look. You, I really? listened to us talk about yeah. that this week, and I thought I need to check. Yeah. But I can go back and check. But yeah. um, they lost at home by two to Poe this year. I, I think they're going to get them. I? I got Eric's by seven. Okay, number twenty four, and this is a good ball game here. It might be better than some people think it's yeah, going to be. I think so. Hazen goes to Bigelow. I've got Bigelow by three. I have Bigelow by seven, but let me just say, no disrespect, and I, I obviously so because we have him at number one in the state. Right. But that level of competition that they've played is not the same. No, I agree. As what Hazen's played every single week. I agree with that. And the last game on the pick list for this week is Mount Ida travels to McCrory, and I've got McCrory by 20. I got McCrory by 18. All right, brother, look here. One, two, three, four, five, six games different, baby. You could tie it up. I could tie it up. Or you could go down 12. <laughs> or I could just throw, on, <laughs> throw the tap. <laughs> I love it. I love it. All right. So, I think that's going to wrap. Nope. We got players of the week. Players of the week. Let me tell you. I, I, I hate to even admit this, but there was a couple of them when we read through a while ago. I thought we might have missed on them. Yeah. So, if you feel like you were missed out on you probably were, and we apologize. <laughs> but that takes nothing away from the ones that we did pick, right. and I don't want to change it because they, they deserve it. Yeah. 2A, a familiar name. Yeah. How, but how do you not give it to this kid? Man, You, you I don't know. I mean, you, we tried to look through and find one that was better. And I know. There's not one. But over at Quitman, William Litton, he carried the ball 16 times for 137 yards and two touchdowns. And then he turned around and had 22 tackles, three tackles for loss in the fumble recovery. That's just impressive night. Let me tell you, he does that every week. He can be on my team any time he wants <laughs> Can't to. Can't tell you. And I'm sure Coach Mars would say this, says the same. Yeah. Number th- uh, or 3A, a new name on the list this week. I'm glad I got in touch with Manila's coach. Yeah. I really reached out to all the coaches that I didn't have stats on that were, that were winners this week. Yeah. And I'm glad I did sure. because we got a lot of them the feedback. And this is one right here that we wouldn't have known had That's we right. not reached out to him. Kurt Overton from Manila, 12 carries, 232 yards, four touchdowns. Ladies and gentlemen, that's almost 20 yards a carry. That's insane. It is. Jay Sean Davis is my foray guy. Two weeks in a row, we went with an Arkadelphia that's guy. Right. And let me tell you, if you've ever watched this kid play, you can understand why we have respect for yeah. him. Some college is going to get a steal on this kid. A steal. Yeah. Oh, 12 carries, 152 yards, five touchdowns. Over 10 yards of carry. Uh, 5A, Jacoby Barker. This is the first one we talked about today from Fairview. 11 tackles, six tackles for loss, five sacks. I don't care what division you're playing in, what level. If you get five sacks in the game, you are a stud. Man, I'll tell you what, that's just – That's insane. It's insane. Yeah. 
Not to mention he leads the state with 19. Yeah, I was going to say that's a season for most of the That's exactly D-line. right. Yeah. Exactly. Uh, well, I, you know, I mentioned the other day about uh, Logan Jessup, mm-hmm. the guy that we've buddied with over at UCA, which, by the way, Clint, I had Clint uh, do a video, and I sent it to Logan before the game. He told him, he said, go go Bears, beat the Jacks. That's awesome. He said, 91 all day. <laughs> but anyway, Logan was leading the A-Sun with six sacks just a couple weeks ago. There you go. That's awesome. Yep. Uh, so, anyway, 6A, Cameron Anderson from Marion, 26 carries, 204 yards, and four touchdowns. And then in 7A, from the Rogers Mounties, Joshua Shepard, 17 carries, 246 yards. That is over, 10 a carry, four three touchdowns. That's awesome. Congratulations to those guys. We'll be uh, sending your shirts out, hopefully, either end of this week or yeah. first and next. And uh, I've, I've, You know, I was out of town in the last week. Yeah. I'm not going to lie to you. If you want to get a hold of me Thursday or Friday up until about 4 o'clock Friday, you better – Send since, the back signal, since smoke, smoke signal, because I'm going to be in the deer woods. I'm just going to be honest with you. Hey, man, I get it. I, I got my re- last big renewal of the year done today, yeah. and I'm like, guys, see ya. I'm out. <laughs> Which, you know, I mean, I, I kind of get used to it because I think I'm the only male in Faulkner right. County that does not hunt. You're so. the, On Saturday morning, you're the only <laughs> only male in Faulkner County that's at home. That's right. I have no, <laughs> I have no friends this time of year. <laughs> well, in the afternoon when the football comes on, yeah. they start showing back up. That's right. That's right. Well, man, it's been awesome. It uh, has been. Good show today. Uh, looking forward to another great yep. Friday night of playoff football. Man. Thanks to Bleacher Bling for the, uh, the shirts. Yes. They've been hooking us up with the shirts every week. And thanks to American Safeguard Insurance, who also pays for the shirts with Bleacher Bling and provides us with this fine establishment. That's exactly right. (laughs) Thank those guys, and thank you all for listening. And we will check you next week. Later on. You've been listening to Between the Mats, your year-round source for Arkansas high school sports with Matt McJunkins and Matt Wilcox, produced by Carl Spears. And special thanks to our sponsor, American Safeguard Insurance. I'm JB Brazil. Be sure to join us next week for another episode of Between the Mats.